14 years ago, fresh out of seminary, before I was even ordained, I was called to serve First Church Unitarian in Littleton, Massachusetts, about 25 miles west of here. It's a beautiful little church in a beautiful little town, or it was a beautiful little town before Interstate 495 and Digital Computer and Acton Toyota and McMansion sprouting like mushrooms displaced the apple and peach orchards that had thrived there for generations until globalization put them out of business. But there's still a lot of beauty in that town and townspeople. And it was a good place for me to learn my new trade of parish ministry. In those days, the Littleton congregation held their annual pledge drive in the middle of the fall. So on October 24, 1999, seven weeks into my new job and two weeks before my ordination and installation, I preached my first sermon on stewardship. It was called For Love and Money. If that sounds familiar, it's because I preached a very similar sermon with the same title from this pulpit a decade later. In my sermon, I talked about stewardship as a way of aligning our values with our principles. I invited people to give not till it hurt, but till it felt good. I asked the congregation to think carefully about what the church community meant to them and how much it was worth to them. When I finished delivering the sermon, I felt pretty good about it, and the congregation seemed to like it. Perhaps more important, the stewardship committee seemed to like it. But the next day, I received an email from a middle-aged man who said he was resigning his membership because he couldn't belong to a church where the minister talked about money. I immediately telephoned him, and when I couldn't reach him, I drove out to his house to try to find him. I never did, and he never came back to church. So if you believe that money is a profanity that should not be uttered in church, I give you permission right now to go. But if you believe, as I do, that money is an instrument of moral choice, I invite you to stay a while longer. Money is not profane. It is something we choose to use profanely or sacredly. Now, when we ask you for money, we could add up all our bills from this year, add a little bit for next year, divide by the number of people in the congregation, and say, folks, it's time to pay your share. Fair is fair. We could appeal to your sense of duty, your sense of responsibility, with a little guilt thrown in for good measure. And if we were lucky, we'd get enough to pay the bills. Barely. But not enough to fulfill our mission. Because our mission is not to pay the bills. Our mission is to change lives. Our mission is to change the world. Our mission is to share joy, heal brokenness, work for justice, and celebrate the sacred in all. And we can do so, so much more to fulfill our mission. Just imagine. Imagine First Parish in Cambridge realizing its full potential. 
Imagine this meeting house filled to the balcony every Sunday. Imagine a congregation that looks like Cambridge and Somerville and Massachusetts and the United States and the world. Imagine First Parish in Cambridge known not just in Cambridge but far and wide, not as the church that has the crafts fair every December, when they just rent from us, but as the church that cares about you for you, that respects you for who you are. The church that shows up again and again and again for justice and fairness and dignity for all people. The church that has the most exciting music and spirit-filled worship in town. The church that teaches your children and challenges your children and cherishes your children. The church that lifts you up when you're down and calls you and inspires you when you're up. Imagine a website. <laughs> Imagine a website that actually welcomes and invites and inspires spiritual seekers searching the web for a religious community just like ours. Imagine a website that First Parish members can use quickly and easily to share information, locate resources, and ask and answer questions. It's not that hard to imagine. Imagine a new sound system in this meeting house, not patched together from borrowed equipment, but an integrated, state-of-the-art, easy-to-use system that fills every corner of every pew with clear, consistent, resonant music and voice. Imagine a new grand piano that isn't constantly going out of tune. Imagine a large and outstanding children's choir and a youth choir. Imagine a gospel choir, not once a year, but once a month or more, complementing the first parish choir with songs and rhythms and styles from other traditions and enrolling singers who may feel intimidated by written music. Imagine an actual office for the music director. What a concept. Imagine a choir room where the choir can rehearse and safely leave their supplies and belongings, not stashing them in the corner over there. Imagine guest artists like Kim and Reggie Harris and, and the cast of The Mountaintop sharing their artistry in worship and workshops, not once in a blue moon, but throughout the church year. Imagine video recording of worship for webcasting and, and video projection of lyrics for singing and closed captioning for people who can't hear so well. Imagine a membership and volunteer coordinator to help integrate newcomers into congregational life and help every congregant find a way to express their gifts. Imagine a community organizer or a coordinator of justice ministries to extend the reach of our social justice efforts and our partnerships in the community and wider world. Imagine using our spacious downstairs auditorium every Sunday for social hour and a community lunch where we could break bread together and get to know one another instead of renting out that space to the American Repertory Theater, God bless them, for virtually the entire year to cover our operating budget. 
I'm sure there are some of you who have been coming here for months who had no idea we even had an auditorium downstairs. Imagine an attendant on duty at night to admit y'all to the building so you're not locked out on the street ringing a buzzer that nobody hears. <laughs> I'd say you're welcome when we actually have that in place. Imagine financial support that would permit our members to attend General Assembly and conferences and workshops and trainings so that these opportunities would be open to Unitarian Universalists of all income levels, not just those who can afford the registration fees and hotel and airfare. Imagine social justice learning and service trips for youth and adults, regardless of means. Imagine a sanctuary, chancel, and pulpit fully accessible to people of all physical abilities. We should have brought in an applause meter to see. Uh... Imagine billboards on the red line for First Parish in Cambridge. Why should the Vineyard and Hope Fellowship get all the media? Imagine, imagine beloved community. Now, some of these things are, as MasterCard likes to say, priceless. But others have a very specific price. And whether and when we can pay is up to you. It's up to you whether this is a church that wishes or acts. It's up to you whether this is a church that daydreams or decides. So the Stewardship Committee did a little math and they tallied the cost of just a few of the higher priority goals among those that I've asked you to imagine this morning. And they, they figured that to reach just those higher priority goals would take an average pledge of $1,800. Now some of us are already giving a lot more than that. And some of us can afford to give a lot more than that. And that's good because there's no way some of us can afford that amount. Which means a lot of us need to give a whole lot more than $1,800 if we're going to reach that average. But for anyone who's wondering what we need on average, we need $1,800. If you can't afford it, if you can't afford it, that's what I hope you'll give. And if you can afford twice or five times or ten times that amount, that's what I hope you'll give. And if you can't afford it, I hope you'll give us as much as you possibly can. Because I love this congregation. And maybe even more than I love this congregation, I love what this congregation can be. And shall be. If we imagine it and dream it and plan it, and work for it, and pay for it. If you have pledged before to the work of this church, we have packets and pledge forms with your name on them. If you haven't pledged before, we have packets with blank forms for you. Whether or not you're a member of our congregation, if you care, about its mission, we hope you will pledge.
You can fill out the pledge form this morning or, and hand it to a member of the stewardship committee as you leave the sanctuary. Or if you need to think about it or talk with your family about it, you can send it in later or you can pledge online. I'm going to invite you to come forward row by row to the tables staffed by members of the stewardship committee who will give you your packet. And if you'd have difficulty coming forward, please raise your hand and a volunteer will bring you your packet. If your last name begins with the letters A through L, please come to the table on your left. And if it begins with the letters M through Z, please come to the table on your right. I invite you to come forward now. Thank you for being part of this incredible community. Thank you for your generosity. Thank you for your imagination. Amen and blessed be.